You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. Staying with me as we read the Word of God this morning. I'll, I'll be in Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. The title of the message is, Two Cannot Sit on a Throne. Um, this is the Christmas story, but I want it to be relevant. I want it to be effective. Uh, not that uh, I can add or take anything from it, uh, but I want to, uh, with the help of the Holy Spirit, that it be presented in a way uh, that would reach you today and help you uh, where you're at. So normally I don't like to read 20 verses, um, but I'm going to this morning. Uh, chapter 2 of Matthew Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all of Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah? For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. And then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, and he said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. And when they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy, and when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Do you hear me? They fell down and they worshipped him. And they had opened their treasures, and they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeareth to Joseph in a dream. And you know, this may seem a little strange, but Joseph Uh, was Jesus' father here on earth, Um, earthly father, but is not the biological father. And you say, well, everyone in the house knows that. No, everyone in the house doesn't. Joseph had a great responsibility. Joseph stepped up when he could have left. Jesus was born of a virgin. He said, well, we all know that. No, everyone in the room don't. I found that out lately. So I want you to understand that. He said, arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt and be thou there until I bring thee word. 
For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Just like the enemy would have preferred to have Jason aborted. And this is not on my notes, but I don't believe in abortion. And every born-again, blood-bought believer should not believe. And if you vote that way, the children that are being aborted, I believe, is on your hands. Look to your neighbor and say, neighbor, he needs to move on. Huh. Don't get me wound up. That's just the way it is. I like it when you say that. It's just the way it is. It's just who I am. Not ashamed of it. So when he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt and was there until the death of Herod that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, out of Egypt have I called my son. And then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wroth and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and all the coasts thereof from two years old and under according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. While I'm finishing, Pastor Aaron, would you give Pastor Reed the microphone? Then was fulfilled that was spoken by the prophet saying in Ramah, there's a voice heard, lamentation, weeping, great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and would not be comforted because they are not. But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeareth in a dream to Joseph in Egypt saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead which sought the young child's life. Pastor, would you bless the reading of the word of God? Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. I picture you sitting on the throne, and your train fills mm. the temple. And only one person can sit on the throne of our mm -hmm. life. So help us to examine our own heart. Let every man examine himself. Father, I thank you for this beautiful time of the year. I don't know that it was in December that Jesus was born, but I do know that he was born and we celebrate it, and I choose to celebrate it every day. And Father, you are indeed a gift giver. You have given us the gift of yes, salvation, yeah. the gift of life, and the greatest gift that was ever given was not placed under a tree, but was placed on a tree. Father, I pray today that everyone here today will come to know you. Yes, this is yeah. your season. This is your show. This is your earth. This all belongs to you. So, mm -hmm. Father, I thank you for the service thus far, for yes, every God. song, for everything that was said. But I pray, Holy Ghost, conviction on men and yes, women God. and young people here today that don't know you. Squeeze their heart, mm -hmm. Father. Love on them. Whisper in yes, their God. ear, Holy Spirit, uh, until they say an eternal yes for you. Mm -hmm. Anoint our pastor. Yes, Father, God. may he even abandon mm -hmm. his notes if he has to. Mm -hmm. Or, Father, I just 
pray that you would have your way yes, in God. your house, in your season, mm-hmm. on your planet, in our hearts today. We applaud you. Right. We give you the glory that is due mm-hmm. your name. So thank you, Father, for who you are and what you're doing in Jesus' name. Amen. Give him a hand clap of praise this morning. Amen. You may be seated. Generally, when we read uh, these verses of Scripture, we talk of the Christmas story and we talk of a babe in a manger and we speak about the wise man, etc., etc. But let's look at the uh, big picture here this morning, uh, something that would help each one of us. Two kings or two kingdoms, uh, they're contending for a throne. And the first one is the great King Herod, and he is a man of flesh, uh, and he desires all the power. He's looking for, uh, desires prestige, uh, and he will do whatever he has to do to keep that. But the second one uh, is the king of glory, God's own son, uh, and the babe, he's a babe in a manger, uh, and, and the one in which will set free his people from sin and bondage. Uh, And I wonder if that babe uh, that was in a manger uh, and and he grew up and he gave his life and they buried him. Uh, He arose on the third day. He's seated at the right hand side of the father. I wonder if anybody in the house knows who I'm talking about and he lives within your heart. You ought to give him a hand clap and a shout of praise uh, this morning. King of King Herod is uh, currently sitting on the throne in Matthew chapter two. It said, now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem saying, is he that is born? Where is he that is born of the Jews? Uh, For we have seen his star in the east uh, and we have come to worship. The wise men uh, are a picture of those those uh, who seek Jesus. Uh, when I was in school, uh, my teachers called me a wise guy. And so, but today, because of the grace of God, I'm a wise man uh, that seeks the king above every other king. Do we have any wise people in the house today? So where... The question was, where is he? Uh, And that's a question that each one of us need to ask at some point in time. Uh, Listen, he was in the world uh, and the world knew him not. Uh, And the Bible said in John chapter 10, excuse me, chapter one, verse 10, he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. He came unto his own and his own received him not. I don't know about you, but it's been 40 years ago that I knelt down at an altar of prayer and I asked, who is this king? And I'm so glad that he revealed himself to me and touched my heart and I've never been the same. I didn't say I've been perfect, but I'm not the same because I'm a son, I'm a child, I'm bought by the blood of God. Do we have any other blood-bought believers in the house of God today? Somebody give him a shout and a hand clap of praise. Woo! King Herod is currently, he's on the throne and 
Now this babe, this little babe of promise has been born in his kingdom. And in verse two it says, where is he that is born king of the Jews? This babe of promise has set King Herod's kingdom upside down. Verse one, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem saying, where is he that is born? King of the Jews, for we have seen his star in the east and we've come to worship him. How about you? Do you worship? Not just on Sunday in God's house. Do you worship the king? Psalms chapter 29, verse two. Give unto the Lord the glory that is due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Psalms chapter 95, verse six. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down and let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. If you ever really get the revelation that God Almighty is your maker, you'll be able to worship because every breath that we have comes from God Almighty. Psalms chapter 100, verse four. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Man, I'd like to see us get to the place when the doors open on Sunday morning. We're coming in not talking about college football or the NFL, but we're walking through the gates of, uh, of this church just giving him praise, honor, and glory. Can I tell you, he's done so much for me. I cannot tell it all. I can't sit still. I can't keep my mouth shut. I can't keep my hands in my pocket. I can't look at Facebook while the worship team is going on. I got to get to the face of God. He's been so good to me that I can't sit still. I can't shut up. I can't back up and I don't want to. He's been good all my life. God has been faithful. If God has been faithful, give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! Woo! I heard a guy one time say your praise will only be as high as the level of sin that God has brought you out of or deliverance. Can someone say amen? This promised king has been born into King Herod's kingdom. Imagine how the king, the great King Herod must have felt. This king, he is set upon this throne year after year. He was praised, he was worshiped, he was catered to, and now suddenly the promised king interrupts it all. And King Herod, like most kings, they don't wanna share their kingdom. And he sets a plan into action to find and to eliminate the promised king. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. So he tells the wise men, he says, go find him. And when you find him, send word to me because I, I, I wanna come and I wanna worship him as well. Let's learn a little bit here. Uh, secular history is documented a little bit about Herod the Great. He was a bloody tyrant. History records he murdered many of his own family, including his favorite wife, and he had 10. God help him. 
I love you, babe. I love you. I love you. Murdered many of his own family, including his favorite wife, her grandfather, her brother, and some of his own children. Now, I've threatened my kids a few times that I brought you into this world and I'm about to take you out. Has anybody ever had that threat? You raised both hands over there. Huh? Listen to me. Matthew chapter two, verse 12. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Why? So that the king Herod might not find the promised king. God always has a plan. You spoke about your plan, the plan of your ministry. God always has a plan. When I was sitting on the bar stool at the Odyssey Club over 40 years ago, drinking my sorrows away, God had a plan for my life. And the Holy Spirit touched me that night and brought me out of the darkness into the light. And God has used me not because of who I am, but because of who he is. God always has a plan. Do you hear me this morning? You are a valuable individual and God has a purpose. God has a plan. God has a destiny for you and your children. God is God. Don't question him. When God calls, just show up, all right? Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. The king is feeling angry and feeling betrayed and he makes a command. He says in verse 13, and when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream saying, arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt and be thou there until I bring thee word for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Verse 14, when he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night. Let me just stop there for a second. Joseph obeyed. When I don't obey, it's not good. Obedience today in 2023 is a negative word to most people, but I'm here to tell you, when God speaks something, if you'll obey, God will make a way. Do you hear me? Psalms 37 and five, let me go down a rabbit trail. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. The word of God tells us what to do. Do you hear me? It may not be an angel that shows up and speaks to you and I, but we've got the word of God and the word of God will guide in James 1 and 22, it said, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Uh, do you know somebody, uh, I know people, they, they know so much word, uh, but, but it never comes out. They never do. They just uh, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he better move on. So what is going on here? Why is all this? Because these children were possibilities. And these children that he's setting out to kill from ages two down, potential threats to his throne. He doesn't know where baby Jesus is, so I'll just kill them all because of their potential and their possibilities. Huh. Murdered because of who was on the throne. Think about it. In verse 18 in Rama, was there a voice heard, lamentation and weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeping for her children and would not be comforted because they are not. If Christ would have been on the throne, there would have been joy 
and laughter. Hmm. But a man of flesh sat on the throne and there was in that city death and weeping and mourning because of murdered potential and murdered possibilities. Are you starting to see the big picture, the parallel of the Christmas story and our experience today? Our hearts are as that city or that kingdom. The truth is we were born into sin and bondage. Psalms 51 and five, behold I was slain in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. Each ruled so long by the man of flesh. Think about what the Bible teaches us. One who plucks but never plants, is that you? One who takes but never gives, is that you? One who's constantly served but never serves, is that you? Wow. Then there's the promise. That promise was born into the kingdom of our hearts to free us. John chapter eight, verse 32, and you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. So I'm gonna give you a little bit of the truth this morning as Rusty would call it, gum barrel straight. Romans three and 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, all. Many of you seen my friend walk across here a few minutes ago. I get up and I hug him, he's got struggles. I hug him because I love him but I hug him to make you feel comfortable also because you may not know what's going on. But we are no different than him. 40 years ago, the truth was revealed. Here's some more truth, Romans 6 and 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ our Lord, the gift I can't tell you what I got last year for Christmas. Can't tell you. But I can tell you 40 plus years ago when the greatest gift of all was open in my life, I can take you to the place. Here's a little bit more truth. The truth is in Isaiah 1 and 18, come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. He says, come now. Come just as you are. Carrie, why don't you come now? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, that doesn't mean anything. He came to give us life. Life more abundant. The NIV version says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. King James says, abundantly. There's an old song I used to sing, well, I just started living. Found me a brand new home, brand new life, excuse me. How about you? But two cannot sit on the throne. And that's been a battle I've had and we've all had it. There's a battle going on in the kingdom. There's a fight taking place.
And in the middle are the possibilities and potential possibilities. There's a fight going on in the spirit realm between two kingdoms. Possibility of hope. When you come to the Lord, you find hope. Possibility of love. Nobody's ever loved me like one that would lay down his life for me. Not too many dark places have I been in my life compared to a lot of people in this room. But there's been a couple. And he spoke. And I knew I had hope. Possibilities of love and joy. But also, not only possibilities, how about potential? Potential miracles. I'm looking at people here that has experienced miracles in your life. Miracles. Potential singers. Potential songwriters. My wife said to me a while back, she said she grew up in a very small church and they were affiliated with several other little churches in the community around. And she said, when I was a teenager, she said, all these young men, they were being mentored to be preachers. And she said, where are the young preachers today? Potential teachers. But in all things, comes down to who's on the throne. Stand with me this morning. Look, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, who's on the throne? Stay focused with me just a couple moments. Will there be laughter and joy in your heart and in your soul? Will, will there be weeping and mourning in your life because of lost opportunity and failure. If I'd have never left that bar stool, look at the opportunities. There's a man here this morning sitting right back there. He came to the office with one of our guys this week and I had the privilege of leading him to the Lord. And I looked across the table and not arrogance, not boasting of me. And I said, sir, I've had the privilege to lead a few thousand people to the Lord. And I told him I'm like a coon dog. And I never get tired of running that track. And we sat in the conference room right up there. And I led him to the Lord Jesus Christ. What about you? Who's on the throne? Who's on the throne in your life? In your heart? Who do you live for when you wake up in the morning? Is it the king of promise? Or a bowl of Cheerios? Flesh, flesh, I don't eat Cheerios. Just thought I'd throw that in there. That's not breakfast. Bacon, eggs, toast. That's what you get when you're raised in the holla. Flesh on the throne, Galatians chapter five. Listen to this. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outburst of anger. Look at your neighbor right there and say, neighbor, 
Is he talking about you? <laughs> disputes. Disputes. Right there with immorality. Disputes. Dissensions. Envying. Drunkenness. Carousing. And things like these. Of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things, listen to this, will not inherit the kingdom of God. So I ask you this question. Is there any potential, is there any promise in that lifestyle that I just read you? There's none. There's no potential and there's no promise. But in Galatians chapter five, verse 22, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Remember this morning, two cannot sit on the throne. Romans chapter eight, verse seven, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Remember, two cannot sit on the throne. One must live and one must die. Romans chapter eight, verse six, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. There was no peace in that kingdom at that time. Why? Because the spiritual man was put in a manger the very life giver and the man of flesh was put on the throne. So mortify the deeds of the body. You and I need to dethrone the man of flesh and there will be possibilities and there will be potential in all of our lives. I got saved 40 years ago and I don't know I've struggled with dethroning the flesh for 40 years. And all of you look at me with that long religious nose. But there's times when I leave the pulpit, you want someone to pat you on the back. You want to hear how good it is. Just being honest. Don't act like you ain't never been there. When we dethrone the flesh, God opens up so much potential so much possibilities. I'll close in saying this. Matthew 2 and 19, but when Herod was dead, an angel of the Lord appeareth in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, and take thy young child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead which sought the young child's life. There's a battle going on in two different kingdoms, and the enemy wants to kill you. And he wants to destroy all the possibilities and all the potential that God wants to birth in you. The Israelites for 40 years kept wandering. I look at the people here today, some of you are 40, some of you are 60, whatever it may be, how long are you going to wander? How long are you going to take another lap until you say, I'm going to dethrone my flesh and I'm going to put Jesus on the throne. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Please, nobody looking around. 
the most important question that will ever be asked to you, what will you do with Jesus? If you're here this morning right where you're at and I won't come to you, would you know in your heart that if death knocked on your door today, you would not be ready for eternity you'd like to surrender and give your life you would like to dethrone the man or the woman of flesh and you would like to place Jesus on the throne of your life would you slip your hand up high this morning don't be ashamed I see your hand ma'am I see your hand ma'am somebody else somebody else somebody else somebody else somebody else most important time of the service most important time I won't tarry long. I want to give you that opportunity. The most important part of any service, I believe, is a salvation call. And God forgive those that don't give it. If you're here this morning, you'd like to turn your back on sin, and you'd like to follow the Lord, slip your hand up. Slip your hand up. Then those two women, close. Yes, ma'am. I want you to raise your head. Open up your eyes. Don't be ashamed. Pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, today, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. And from this day forward, I will do my best to live my life for you. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me, Lord. Help me to place you on the throne of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Can we welcome those two women to the family of God? Come on, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. That's not no touchdown. That's not no home run. That's a soul. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. 